So it's um, an opportunity cost. And of course, if uh, I'm having- My question was how much money did you put in the business? Not how much opportunity cost did you put in the business? How much money did you put in? You said 500,000. Is that not accurate? This is not money. This is not cash money. Investment doesn't mean only money. Okay. I'm asking you you though, how much money you put in personally as the founder? We don't know. We didn't calculate it. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitladka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Vlad Kazan. He's the co-founder of K-Factory, a growing startup in the first industry 4.0 platform funded by an investment fund in Romania. He's turning factories into smart factories. Vlad, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, thank you for the opportunity to discuss about K-Factory and how we can um, digitalize production lines in order to improve performance and productivity. So who's buying this kind of technology? Is it Amazon or Walmart people with a lot of warehouses? Um, oh, our customers are uh, factories, okay, manufacturing companies, uh, which are willing to increase the performance and productivity of the production line. So we are a B2B uh, platform and uh, our customers are uh, manufacturing companies. Can you name a couple of them that we might know? Um, most of the customers uh, are from uh, automotive industry. But we have um, a few customers here in Romania. But most probably you will know the name because they are not uh, like big names uh, which are producing, I don't know, uh, phones or so uh, I can name some, some customers. But... So you're an automotive, textiles, printing, plastics, footwear, apparel, machine producers, food and beverage, all of these kind of w- folks that run warehouses. Now, what will one of these customers pay you on average per month or per year to use your technology? And, um, we have uh, multiple uh, modules. So each module is having a subscription fee, uh, having a, a pricing, um, depends on how many equipments you are monitoring, depends how many users. Uh, so there is no, uh, uh, let's say average can be from uh, thousands to uh, 10,000 per month or, or more, but depends in some cases. The average, what is important to say is that we are charging uh, small money comparing with benefits, but the benefits are huge and the, um, uh, the subscription fees. Uh, but most customers that are paying you something like two or $3,000 per month. Yeah, we can say like- And put this on customer. a timeline for me. When did you launch the business? What year do you remember? We have started five years ago. Uh, and uh, in 2020, we succeeded to close our first uh, investment round. This year, we succeeded to close the second investment round. So. We are doing this uh, for uh, for five years already. Okay, so you launched in 2017. You launched your first round of financing last year. How much? Uh, the first round was uh, 2,025K uh, euro. And uh, sorry. the second round- Sorry, Vlad, sorry. What you raised in, you raised in 2021 was your first round, right? Yeah. 
and how much? Two hundred twenty-five thousand. Two hundred twenty-five thousand euros. So about two hundred seventy thousand United States dollars. That was your pre-seed round, and then you raised more this year. Yes, six hundred thousand euros. So Which in total, almost seven... one million. Yeah, yep. uh, in total, almost one million US dollars uh, raised until now. And most most founders in their seed round, right, are selling ten to twenty percent of the business. What valuation did you raise at last year? Do you remember? Usually, this is not uh, public. Um, usually, you are right. Um, the average is um, the first the first round is bigger because uh, and the, the second round uh, and the third round is lower so the idea is to to go in third round uh, with more than 60% of the company owned by the co-founders this is the so today so. today the co-founders own 60% more uh, more than this well how much that's what i'm asking how much have you guys been able to keep with two rounds of funding because funding means dilution yeah, this is I'm I'm telling you. This is confidential. Usually, we are not disclosing this. Okay, but it's more than sixty percent, Vlad. Yes, got it. More than sixty. Me? More than sixty percent. The reason I ask this question is because dilution is a very real thing, right? And over time, if you lose control of business, you're you're screwed, or you can be screwed. So that's why we ask the question. The more you can share, the more my audience learns. So I appreciate you being as open as you can. Um, so got it. So you, you've scaled now. Um, when did you sign your first customer? Was it back in 2017? Yes, uh, we have started with our first customer, but this is how we started the, the, the K factory. So we are not an, a standard startup uh, having an idea going in front of, uh, investors and so on. We have started with one customer and we've built it, um, together with our customers, uh, the platform. And how many customers do you work with now today? We have uh, 12 customers and uh, 400, uh, more than 400 equipments monitored uh, in real time, industrial equipments. Say that last part, I don't understand. We have more than 400 industrial equipments monitored in this moment uh, in our platform, connected to our platform. Where individual warehouses? We are not dealing with warehouses. We are monitoring production lines. Our production lines inside of warehouses? Inside of factories. Factories, warehouses. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, we have a production line in a factory, and then we have warehouses, uh, raw material warehouses and finished goods uh, warehouses. We are dealing with production lines, which is between raw material warehouses and the uh, uh, finished goods warehouses. So you are in warehouses. You are in finished goods warehouses. I'm just using, I'm repeating literally what you just said to me back to you. So point being is how many individual, I guess, buildings or warehouses or production facilities are you currently installed in today? We have installed the platform in 12 factories, not warehouses. Oh, sorry. So you've only installed this in 12 physical buildings. I thought 12 was your number of customers. Every customer has only used you in one factory? One factory? Yeah, it's in one physical building. But why aren't customers, if they love your product, why aren't they installing you in all of their buildings, in multiple buildings, multiple factories? 
This is what is happening with uh, current customers. We have started with one factory and now we are extending uh, the, the solution to other factories outside Romania. So um, we are dealing with, uh, we are working with multinational companies, which are heavy. We started with one plant and then we are extending to, to other plants. This is where we are now. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. Of your 12 customers today, how many have you installed in more than one plant? Uh, none yet. Uh, we have uh, now uh, contracts signed uh, with few customers to roll out in other plants. So most probably we'll have uh, during the summer the, the rollout. Why not? I mean, you've been building this for five years. If it's working, these people should have you installed in all of their factories, all of their plants. Why are you just now five years in expanding into more than one plant per customer? Usually when you are building a product or a platform like Cake Factory, you cannot burn uh, phases. So uh, in order to, to be able to extend to, um, to other plants or to, to other locations, we, uh, we have, you have to be prepared. And this is the moment we are prepared to do this. Until now, we, uh, we've been focused on uh, raising the number of customers. This is the most important for a startup and to increase the monthly recurring revenue. Mm -hmm. Monthly recurring revenue, we can take 12 customers times $2,000 a month average, you told me earlier, you're doing about $25,000, $26,000 a month in revenue? Yeah, in this moment, yes. And if that's what you're doing today, what were you doing exactly one year ago? Do you remember? Uh, five times less. <laughs> so you're doing about $5,000 per month a year ago? Less than, yeah. So my question well, we then is, you, you said you launched in 2017 and revenue was just five grand a month last year in 2021. How are you paying your people for three years where you basically were doing no revenue? Investing um, uh, our money and investors' money. So this was the, the idea. We started the platform, then we, uh, we look for an investor we found first investor in 2021. Until then, of course, we're paying from, from our money. Well, that's from what I'm asking, Vlad. That's from... 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. That's four years. So you guys were just invest. You've personally put in a lot of money, basically, to, to, to pay yourself over those four years. Yeah. How, how much have you personally invested in the business? We didn't calculate it uh, exactly, but I think around uh, five uh, five hundred thousand US dollars at least. Does that make you nervous? Is that like a lot of money for you, or a little bit of money for you? 
No, um, uh, when uh, it's a lot of effort, a lot of time, and of course money. So if you are prepared to to do this, to invest effort, time, money, you can start, uh, um, let's say, uh, building a startup. Otherwise, after one year, you can be bankrupt and you go. Well, there's a lot of founders listening right now, though, that don't have $500,000 sitting in the bank right? And they're building fine startups. They don't have to put in half a million bucks of their own money. My question for you is where did you get that money from? Did you have a company before this that you sold or are you rich? Where did you get this money from? (laughs) No, uh, I'm not rich. But as I told you, when I'm saying investment, um, it means also effort. So it's an opportunity cost. And of course, if I'm having... My question was how much money did you put in the business? Not how much opportunity cost did you put in the business? How much money did you put in? You said 500,000. Is that not accurate? This is not money. This is not cash money. Investment doesn't mean only money. Okay. I'm asking you though, how much money you put in personally as a founder? We don't know. We didn't calculate it. So my question then is where, who was paying salaries for four years before you raised money last year? It's simple. We didn't have salaries. So how are you putting food on the table for your family? Um, again, if you have money, if you have some uh, some money and you can live two or three years without having revenue, then okay. you can start to build a startup. So Otherwise, saved, I don't so you recommend saved up a, So you saved up a bunch of money from a former job or whatever, and you went without pay for three or four years while you were building. Yeah, exactly. You can and, do this. And was it were you the sole founder or how many people were on the team? We are two co-founders and now we are seven uh, full-time employees. Okay, got it. So and the you guys as co-founders, did you split equity evenly at the beginning, 50-50? Yeah, usually this is the the model. Well, I know usually it is. That's why I asked. I'm asking what you did though. The interview is about you. Did you guys split equity 50-50? Yeah, of course. Okay, interesting. Um, very cool. What's next uh, as we wrap up here? What's next on the product roadmap? You're trying to expand into new factories, new product lines. Now, what do you? What's the next product release? Uh, we are uh, working on these virtual engineers, which is a unique concept uh, worldwide. So um, we have already a few customers, and uh, we are building now. We are working on this uh, on this one, virtual engineers. Very cool. Let's wrap up here, Vlad, with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book? Uh, Life of Steve Jobs. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Yeah, b- Steve uh, Jobs and uh, also um, the guy from Microsoft. Satya Nadella, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building K Factory? Online tool? But uh, we are not using online tools. Um, only on sales, for example, uh, we are using HubSpot. I, I like HubSpot. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, I'm trying to sleep at least six, seven hours. And what's your and what's your situation? Married, single, kids? Married with kids. How many kids? One, daughter. one, one daughter. Twelve okay, years and, old. And how? Congrats, Vlad. And how old are you? I'm 41. 41. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. 
no, hard, hard to say. I, I cannot respond. Well, think about it. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Um, really, it's a, a good question. <laughs> I don't know to, to respond right now. Uh, maybe to, to have some, uh, uh, some knowledge about how to build a business. Uh, and to to have in school some uh, some knowledge transfer regarding this from from real entrepreneurs. Guys, K Factory is helping manufacturers, product lines, etc., digitize their warehouses and factories. They've got twelve customers today. They're doing twenty four thousand dollars in monthly recurring revenue, up from five thousand a month just a year ago. They raised about a million dollars to date. The co-founders still own more than sixty percent of the business. They split it 50-50 at the start, looking to scale. Now they've gone from two people to seven people as they get ready for their next product line release, which is digitizing these engineers and workers. Vlad, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you.